Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast edition. This is Cece. And this is Claire. And this is series, a morning edition of series 8. And that means we are celebrating our two-month anniversary. So this is an 8 series and since we publish every week. Um, and it's August already. Can you believe that? No. I it's think crazy. time passed by way too quickly. Yeah. School's starting soon. Not don't, happy don't about even, that. Don't even remind but today we have some pretty cool news and a pretty cool afternoon edition. So stay tuned. Yep. Okay, so our first uh, under the radar news story that we're going to talk about is a baseball bat attack in Windermere home, and that leaves two men dead and one woman injured. Jesus, right? Yeah. On the Friday of July 31st, 2020, Ezekiel Emmanuel Hopkins crashed through the home's gate with his car and tried to steal a car from home and was then confronted by the homeowners, John and Lisa Sabi. Hopkins attacked John Sabi with a bat and beat him to death outside, and then went inside. He then beat Lisa Sabi, who sustained serious injuries, and her son, James Sabi, who was killed. Sabi's 10-year-old son called the cops while hiding in the bathroom, reporting a home burglary. Officers from the Windermere Police Department, Okui Police Department, and Oakland Police Department, and deputies from the Orange County Sheriff's Office all responded and arrived at the home. They found Hopkins in another bathroom, but instead of being arrested, he was taken to Health Central because it appeared that he had consumed bleach and was unresponsive upon their arrival. Hopkins now faces two counts of murder and a charge of aggravated battery. What the heck? Yeah. That was not some cool news. Yeah, that's crazy. And the next story is also pretty crazy. Um, so recently, there was a Twitter hack. I'm sure you've heard that, probably, but might not have heard that a Florida teenager was arrested for that Twitter hack. Graham Clark, a 17-year-old from Tampa, Florida, has been arrested for being the mastermind behind a Twitter hack. He was booked into jail the morning of Friday, this Friday, July 31st. Um, Hillsborough State Attorney Andrew Warren filed 30 felony charges against Clark, and these include one count of organized fraud, 10 counts of fraudulent use of personal information, 17 counts of communications fraud, one count of access to electronic device without authority, and one count of fraudulent use of personal information with over $100,000 or 30-plus victims. I'm sure it's the 30-plus victims in this case. Mm-hmm. Actually, maybe not. We keep, yeah, keep uh, probably both, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um... Clark's scheme involved stealing the identities of prominent people and posting messages in their names, uh, particularly in order to have them send Bitcoin to Clark's account. Um, the attorney's offices note that a cryptocurrency is difficult to recover if stolen. Uh, the scam targeted high-profile accounts such as Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Elon Musk, and Jeff Bezos. However, high-profile accounts such as these were not Clark's primary victims, actually. The scam targeted American citizens from all over the world because they were the ones who sent in money. Mm-hmm. Um, there were two other people suspected to be involved in the scam. Those suspects are 22-year-old Nina Nima Fazelli from Orlando and 19-year-old Mason Shepard from the UK. Um, that's this kid, crazy. This kid knows what he's doing, though. Uh, these three kids these know three what kids. they're... I, what, I mean, they're not even kids. I mean, only one of them is a kid. Yeah, true. But, like, what? I mean, I'm... 
I'm not surprised, but I'm surprised at the same time. Same. Like, the, I guess, the amount of ingenuity they had. And detail, too. And pulled this oh off, but God. also, I mean, this guy's from Florida. Our third Under the Radar news story focuses on job losses and flooding in Bangladesh, and that is now sparking fear. Thousands of workers in the garment industry, which makes up of 80% of Bangladesh's exports, have lost their jobs since European brands have canceled clothing orders that are worth millions of dollars due to the pandemic. Bangladesh is also one of the biggest exporters of manpower in the world, so basically due to the pandemic, thousands of citizens have returned from working abroad and are, are now unemployed. Aside from the massive unemployment, flooding due to increased rainfall in July has made matters so much worse. Usually, Bangladesh floods once and the water levels recede, allowing people to return to work. However, the water level increased for the second time in July after the recession of water levels due to increased rainfall. Bangladesh used to experience severe floods once every 20 years, but now, thanks to the climate crisis, Bangladesh has seen four in the last 20 years. The Brahmaputra, one of Bangladesh's major rivers, has been above the danger level for more than 30 days, which is the highest number seen since 1998, according to AKM Saiful Islam from the Institute of Water and Flood Management at Bangladesh University of Engineering and Technology. That's long. (laughs) (laughs) Economic hardships due to the pandemic and the flooding could possibly lead to many more students dropping out of school or compel families to migrate to the country's already overpopulated and overburdened cities for jobs, which could cause the exploitation of employees. I think it's crazy. Like, I guess, not crazy, but you hear a lot of people saying, oh, climate crisis doesn't exist because it doesn't affect them, but they usually live in places where... It does affect them, then they'll see. Yeah, and usually, if unfortunately, it affects people of, like, developing countries where Mm -hmm. harder hit. So our local story is that about Costco workers I am a Costco shopper we know that. not really I don't have a Costco card my parents are Costco shoppers um, but I mean we've probably all been to Costco at least once during this pandemic to stock up on food and whatnot um, and obviously if you've gone you've noticed that there were social distancing measures you have to wear masks but recently Costco workers in many Bay Area stores have tested positive for coronavirus. In Santa Clara County, 31 Costco employees tested positive over the past two weeks, 13 in Sunnyvale, 8 in San Jose, 6 in Gilroy, and 4 in Mountain View. This is very, like, South Bay Area, I would say. Yeah. Santa Clara, Sunnyvale, they're, I guess, the southern part of, slash southeast part, I guess, of the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. The counties claim that Costco is complying with all the social distancing guidelines, so it seems it can be inferred, maybe, that the cases are community transmitted rather than internally caught. The county's public health departments are lending a hand to Costco in tracing the cases. Despite all this, all the stores still remain open. And although Costco and many other grocers have required masks in order to enter and attempted social distancing, many essential workers have not only passed a tested positive, but have unfortunately passed away as well, not only in Bay Area, but also across the nation and around the world. Um, For example, there have been cases of COVID at Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, and Safeway in the Bay Area. However, none to the extent in numbers within a store and the reach of stores as Costco's current situation. Well, that's all the news we have today. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.